Hey everybody, you're welcome to WTS, WGS, what they say versus what God says. And you already know it, I am Mafeng Kim. You're welcome. This episode is called The Tale of Miracles, The Story of Miracles. What are miracles? My servant put it this way, he said, miracles are the manifestation of the wisdom of God. They are divine alteration of natural laws. That's what a miracle is. Second Kings chapter 7 from verse 2 says, Then the captain on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, If the Lord should make windows in heaven, could this thing be? But Elisha said, You shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. What was happening here? There was famine in the land because of a siege. And being an army captain, you know, he might want to think we should be getting ready for war, getting our battlements ready, putting our strategy together. But God had other plans. Through his servant, God gave a word of deliverance for his people. But this captain couldn't see it. To him, God couldn't possibly do that. If you read a few verses down, it's going to be a lot of reading, so we can't take it here. But if you read a few verses down, you will see that that guy ended up very badly. Very, very badly. The miracle happened, but he didn't eat of it. So what am I saying? Leave room for miracles in your life. Leave room. Sometimes a miracle is not, you know, in the shape of the dead coming back to life or the parting of the Red Sea. Sometimes it is a lost son getting found. Sometimes it is the rescue from a death sentence, which was otherwise sure. There's a man in the Bible who was enabled by the Spirit of God to run faster and the fastest means of transportation in his day. That can only be by the hand of God. See, axe heads on a normal day do not float. But we have evidence of this in the word. That an axe head floated guy. How? This is how. If you can see anything, if you can see what you want, if you can see that thing in the word, you can have it in your world. The method may not be the same, but you're going to get that thing. Expect it. Over and over, I've seen miracles in my life. Even today, strange favors. I expect them and I accept them with joy. Number one, expect them. Number two, accept them with joy when they come. You need to understand that as a born again child of God, you are not ordinary. And you're definitely not common. Do you want to call that which is chosen of God? Common? God himself doesn't want you to live an ordinary life. Look through your day. You will see that throughout the day he keeps looking for opportunities to point you to himself and to the possibilities available in his word. Look at the widow with oil. The one whose husband was in death till his death. And she was in trouble. 
And the prophet gave a word to her. He said, go borrow vessels and that little oil that you have, keep pouring it in the vessels. That oil kept on pouring out till there were no more vessels to contain it. Now, I don't know how you see this, but I know that from today, right? Even if you started from that day that the miracle happened, up until the day the Lord Jesus comes back to this earth, you cannot use science to explain away that miracle. And here's the thing. Every circumstance that ended up being a miracle in scripture would ordinarily not have happened the way it happened if there wasn't divine intervention. If man's methods were followed, guys, Jairus' daughter would have been buried. The widow at Nain, her son would have died. That would have been it. That axe head was lost forever. It would have gone. The children of Israel, they would have remained slaves forever in Egypt. But then there is the hand of God. So you wonder, why doesn't it work for me? Why is my own always different? Why does it look like I am destined to fail in everything that I set my hand to do? First, ask yourself, what do you believe in? What are you conscious of? Do you really believe in miracles? That God is able and willing to perform a miracle where you are concerned? Here's why I'm asking. For some people, it comes from a sense of unworthiness. They feel too unworthy for God to want to do anything for. They'll say, oh God, please just do it for the sake of that other person because I am unworthy. <laughs> no, you will not make it out that way. It's not true. The next thing is, do you know what the word of God has said concerning this situation that you're going through? That thing the word of God has said is your ticket to a miracle. That is your ticket. So you find out, what does it say? After you find out, how does that affect your speech? How do you talk? What is your language? Is it unbelief? Is it defeat? Is it doubt? Is it fear? Or do you speak the possibilities that are found in the word? How do you respond to circumstances? There are believers who believe, right? That miracles were only confined to Bible times or at best, the early church. And that everything else, everything that you see now, is a scam. Now, this same person will believe in the potency of black magic and witchcraft, in the potency of charms, in the possibility of demon possession, and other manifestations of the devil's manipulations, but struggle to believe that God is able to suspend natural laws with supernatural intervention. How unfortunate. Miracles were not limited to the life of Jesus. People brought the dead back to life ever before Jesus came to the earth in physical form. So the word works. It does. But some of us are too logical to give vent to the supernatural. We always want two plus two to equals four. What if God wants two plus two to be 2022? What if he wants it to be 654, where men cannot explain how you went from ground zero to 100? God wants to seize every opportunity to showcase himself through you. Be conscious of God in and around you. 
in all that you do. As long as you are saved, you're born again. You carry the life of God in you. You're a representation of God. Thus, your circumstances should not determine your response. You, what do you do? Well, how do you respond? You use your response to reconfigure the circumstances. You switch it. You respond by the word because the word works. Psalm 19 verse 8 in the message. It calls the word our life map. The word of God is our cheat code in life. So don't box God into a corner as to what he can or cannot do for you or as to the manner which he must use to get it done. No. Read, study and meditate on the word of God and all the possibilities in it because your knowledge of God and of his word can limit him in your life. Not because he cannot do it, but because you have declared that he cannot do it in your life in a certain way. You're missing out. So organize your atmosphere to project the possibilities made available in the world till you begin to see them. Don't wait till it's a life or death situation before you begin to entertain the possibility of a miracle. Let the miraculous be your lifestyle every day. Get up in the morning and expect to be exempted from evil and violence. Get up in the morning expecting to be preserved in the face of danger. To be the reason why those around you are favored. Ephesians 3 verse 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. A. God is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or think. One other version says think or imagine. I mean, your craziest imagination. He's able to meet you there. So this is not about, oh, this is how God normally shows up for me. Or this is how God normally does this for me. What are the possibilities? The B part in the Amplified Version says, Far, over, and above, all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. This is wild. So what is possible? All things. All things are possible with God to those who believe. God doesn't have to follow the usual routes to get the job done. As long as he gets it done, saturate your atmosphere with faith. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So ensure that from what you read to what you listen to, to the songs that you sing and the places that you go, that the environment is conducive for faith to bloom in you. Every day is miracle season, if you say so. Glory to God. Thank you for listening. I hope you were blessed. So we have copies of the Apocalypses, which will be available to you as soon as you send a message to the email attached in the description box. It's Deborah K. Muffing 
at gmail.com. Now, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to the channel on YouTube, on Spotify, or via any other medium you're using to listen to this podcast. And most importantly, guys, please share this link with your friends, your family, and your community. I love you all. Bye.